the Bible Study Podcast, episode 751. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Amos with chapter 3. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. You may remember that in the last episode, in chapter 2, we were talking about judgment against Israel. Well, that theme continues, as I said it might, here with witnesses summoned against Israel. Hear this word, people of Israel. The word the Lord has spoken against you, against the whole family I brought up out of Egypt. You only have I chosen of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Does a lion roar in the thicket when it has no prey? Does it growl in its den when it has caught nothing? Does a bird swoop down to a trap on the ground when no bait is there? Does a trap spring up from the ground if it has not caught anything? When a trumpet sounds in a city, do not the people tremble? When disaster comes to a city, has not the Lord caused it? Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The lion has roared, who will not fear? The sovereign Lord has spoken, who can but prophesy? Proclaim to the fortresses of Ashdod and to the fortresses of Egypt. Assemble yourselves on the mountains of Samaria. See the great unrest within her and the opposition among her people. They do not know how to do right, declares the Lord who store up in their fortresses what they have plundered and looted. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. An enemy will overrun your land, pull down your strongholds, and plunder your fortresses. This is what the Lord says. As a shepherd rescues from the lion's mouth only two leg bones or a piece of an ear, so will the Israelites living in Samaria be rescued with only the head of a bed and a piece of fabric from a couch. Hear this and testify against the descendants of Jacob, declared the Lord, the Lord God Almighty. On the day I punish Israel for her sins, I will destroy the altars of Bethel. The horns of the altar will be cut off and fall to the ground. I will tear down the winter house along with the summer house. The houses adorned with ivory will be destroyed and the mansions will be demolished, declares the Lord. Okay, so God is still not happy with Israel. And this first section is interesting. A lot of these questions and the answers never given for them. And so you have to imply what the answer is. And it's all of these things that God is saying, I think, are obvious. You can tell, for instance, that when a lion roars, that there's prey. You can tell when it growls in its den that it's caught something. And that birds don't swoop down into a trap when there's no bait. That there are, there are things are connected, right? There are consequences. And that is related to, you only have I chosen of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Now, I know that when my father would discipline me, which happened very rarely, good kid. But, you know, it had to happen sometimes. He usually didn't punish me that much because I felt so bad about things is what he told me later on. But, you know, that is a role of a father is to discipline a child. And the reason why a a good father disciplines a child is because he cares 
and he cares what that child will grow up to be. And so God is saying, I care what you do. And God cares because he loves Israel. But because he loves Israel, he's going to punish them. Now, this is not the first warning they've had, and it will probably not be the last warning. There are a series of prophets, and we're walking through the prophets who are being sent to Israel to say this is coming, right? But this whole section here I thought was interesting. This, you know, does the bird swoop down? Does the trap spring from the ground when it has not caught anything? And the answer for all these is no. When a trumpet sounds in a city, do not the people tremble? Yes, they do. They do because you sound a trumpet when there's an attack. Do it when disaster comes to city, has not the Lord caused it? And the answer to this then is that yes, what he is telling the people of Israel is if disaster comes, when disaster comes, it's me. It's me because I'm not happy with what you've done. Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to the, his servants, the prophets, which is what's going on right now. And the prophet's job is to reveal it again then to the people and to reveal it as if the people cared. And and that's part of the problem here is that they don't really care what the prophets have to say, but God is revealing his plan to them because he cares. The lion has roared, who will fear? The sovereign Lord has spoken, who can but prophesy? You know, what are you going to do when you are the prophet and you get this kind of bad news? It would be easy to go hide uh, the only example I can think of in the minor prophets or the major prophets of a prophet who who hid. Now, there are prophets who, who fled when they were told to, but the only one I can think of the one who hid would be Jonah, but for a very different reason. He was sent to prophesy to Nineveh, and he didn't want Nineveh to repent, and he didn't want Nineveh to be forgiven. But when a prophet is being sent to his own people here in Israel, they care that these people are being told they're going to be destroyed if they don't listen. Proclaim to the fortresses of Ashton, to the fortresses of Egypt, assemble yourselves in the mountains of Samaria, see the great unrest within her opposition from her people. Okay, So he's talking about the different regions around here, and word is going out of what God is doing. Do they not know how to do right, declares the Lord, who store up in their fortresses what they have plundered and looted? Now, God is saying that you are a people who don't know right from wrong, or at least you don't do right. You for, Your fortresses are filled with loot. And, you know, that's not something you want to be declaring on your tax return is, you know, where did you get this loot I was pillaging? Um, that is not the right thing to do. And so God says, an enemy is going to overrun your land, pull down your strongholds, plunder your fortresses. Not the first time they have been warned. But I thought this warning was very visual, right? As the shepherd rescues from the lion's mouth, only two leg bones or a piece of an ear. Okay. So you're a shepherd, you're looking for the sheep and you don't find the whole sheep. You find parts because that's what lions do to sheep is they make them into parts and they make them into tiny parts, the the parts that didn't get digested. So God is saying that when the destruction of Israel comes, it's going to be that complete. Only the head of a bed or a piece of fabric from a couch, just remnants, just scraps. This is bad news, right? This is the day that this is coming is going to be very bad news. 
On that day, I will punish Israel for her sins, and I will destroy the altars of Bethel. The horns of the altar will be cut off and fall to the ground. Now, why the altars? Well, again, those altars are not being used to serve God, not being used to worship God, but you but are being used to worship false gods, and that is the problem that God has with this people. So he's going to tear down the winter house. He's going to tear down the summer house. These these wonderful houses, these houses adorned in ivory and mansions, you know, doesn't matter how nice the house is, it's going down. There's just going to be little two-leg bones and a piece of an ear left over from you, Israel, if you don't change your way. And obviously, again, the reason why Amos has been sent is to get the people to repent, or at least to give the people the opportunity to repent, because God knows what they're going to do, that they are heading towards destruction, but he's giving them the opportunity to change. And I think I'm reading my personal devotion. I'm reading about uh, Genesis again, and I'm reading about the patriarchs. And I think about when Abraham has come in, comes into the promised land and is told it's not his yet because the sin of the people there is not yet complete. God gives them generations to repent before he gives that land to Israel. And again, that's the same thing that's going on here with Israel is I'm giving you a chance, but then time's up. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcast.